Hello and welcome to the Start Here podcast for web development. My name is Dane Miller, and we're here to teach you how to build a career in web dev. You can find us online at starthere.fm. Hello and welcome to another episode of Start Here Web Development. On this episode, we are going to be talking about the 10 reasons that you still haven't gotten your web development job. This episode is for anybody that has not yet received a job in web development. So if you still are on your path at the beginning or years in or further or whatever stage or just looking into it but not even started yet, uh, it doesn't matter. If you haven't gotten your web development job, this episode is really specifically going to help you and it's focused on adding value for you. Okay, so the first thing that I think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do these in a couple in an interesting way here. So every, so the way it works is there's a thing that you're doing wrong, and then everything that you're doing wrong, I have like some action items, and I'll call those A, B, and C, or A and B or whatever. I'll use letters for those, and those action items are basically ways to fix the problem. Okay, so here we go. Number one, you are focusing on the wrong thing. This could be the reason that you still haven't gotten your web development job. So I see this often. A lot of us like to spend a lot of time programming, but we don't like to spend a lot of time doing things that are hard, like sending job applications and doing things that really suck, like perfecting our website and, and so forth. Um, some of us like some things more than others. So you might be somebody that loves perfecting your website, but man, you're going to exploit that love and really just do it for a lot, a lot longer than you really should. Now, this is all about your in-game goal. If your in-game goal is to get a job, then you could be focusing on the wrong thing if you're spending too much time on something that's not moving you closer to that in-game goal. So that's kind of why this is the number one prioritized item that you might be doing wrong. Now, how are we going to fix this? What are the action items to fix this? A, code at maximum two hours per day. So this one is set a maximum time for you to code per day. So just time box that say, you know what? I'm not going to exploit my love for coding and stop and not do the hard stuff like sending job applications. Instead, I'm going to time box. I'm going to only give myself two hours a day to code. And then I have time to do the other stuff that sucks more like building a social reputation, you know, sending applications, um, perfecting your theory, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, B, the second action item, spend time thinking through what your specific job title goal might be. So a lot of you that I speak with, your current goal is full stack developer. <laughs> That's a joke. And we're going to talk about that later. But your current goal is nebulous. Usually it's like, oh, I just want to be a web developer. Really? You have to be more specific. Here's what I mean. Front end dev, back end dev, JavaScript dev, Python dev, data scientist, Pick a very specific job. Go on LinkedIn and look at job titles. Pick a very specific goal. Okay, this is very important. C, the third action item here, is to stop making things harder than they need to be. So this is, uh, we're going to talk about the full stack developer. A lot of people that I meet, their first job that they want to be is a full stack developer. So this is an example of making things harder than they need to be. So this is a very common problem. Don't make things harder than they need to be. Um, so instead change your goal. Do not try to have a goal of a full stack developer on day one. That's basically unheard of. So change your goal there. Okay. So change it to something more manageable, like back end or front end. I, I became a full stack developer, but it was only after I was a front end developer for two years and then pivoted 
to backend and then pivoted to full stack. So it, it's that's how it works. Okay. The second reason that you might not have a job in web development is you forgot about your packaging. And the packaging is something that I call your website, your overall social media presence. It's basically like you're a product. And I, I know this analogy is terrible, but bear with me. It's like you're a product and you're sitting on the shelf and a hiring manager is coming down the aisle and he's looking at all the products on the shelf. This is terrible, but you're not a product. But really in this analogy, it's great because the packaging is your social media, your website, and so on and so forth. So it's important to have your packaging and so many people just send applications, just graduate from university, and that's it. And they forgot that they need to be a little different. Okay, so I'm gonna give you some action items here on, on a way to fix this and to be a little different. A, set up a basic website using a WordPress theme from ThemeForest. Now I have a video where I actually talk about this in detail, why you wanna do this, but here's the gist. You're, if you're a beginner and you don't have a job, it's basically impossible to, for, to create a website that's as good as a theme that you can buy for 30 bucks on ThemeForest. So be a professional, look like a professional, get one of those themes that you couldn't build at your current skill level, okay? Number two, and that's a huge one, by the way, people make that mistake all the time, their own personal shitty websites that they build. And I want you to build your own websites, just don't deploy it, you know, build it and then put it away and then buy a ThemeForce one, deploy that because, um, you know, you really want to be professional here. B, write at minimum one blog post per month on the career field that you want to be in. This one is really key. Hiring managers weigh having a blog very heavily. I still think to this day, the blog that I had was one of the reasons that I got the accepted or invited into the government programs that I did because uh, later I found out that some of the, the developers that were sort of scat the sort of high level developers that were scouting people on LinkedIn found me and read the blog. Um, num and so that's important. C, set up a LinkedIn, Twitter, GitHub, Instagram, etc. Now here's the key, set them all up, but then point them all back to your website. Okay, here's how to do this. Number one, make sure you link back to your website on all those platforms. Number two, get some followers on those platforms. Number three, Go to your website and link to those Instagram, link to all those social media accounts. What you're doing here is backlinking. So what's gonna happen is when somebody searches for your name, your website's gonna pop up first. This is really important. It's called backlinking. It's gonna grow. We don't have to talk about that right now, but it's gonna grow your social presence and you're gonna be like, you're gonna be controlling the narrative around your voice because you're gonna have your website right at the top, right? And that's great. D, set up an about page and projects page. So this is how you can solve like not having your packaging correct. This is D. Set up an about page and a projects page on your website. And the re this sounds amateur, but the reason I wrote this is people uh, sometimes don't have one and or both uh, of these. So it's very important to have those. Make sure, we'll cover what to put in those next, actually. So moving on. The third reason that you do not have a job in web development is that your about page might suck. This is really important. A lot of people don't realize this. Hiring managers are gonna click on your website, check out your profile, and your about page has to look pretty good. Um, here's some tips that I have, some action items that you can implement to make your about page better. A, have one or two paragraphs about you. 
make sure you include some hobbies that you love. I like these paragraphs to be kind of like personal, professional, just be chill. Uh, on my YouTube, I also have a video where I describe how to write these a little bit. Um, put hobbies as well, like hiking and so forth. It's okay to do that sort of thing. But B, make sure also to put your face on your about page. Put your mug, your pretty mug on the about page. A lot of people forget this. Hiring managers want to see you, uh, especially it's great if they can see you before they invite you in. Now, I'm kind of giving you these tips rapid fire here, guys. I'm not going into like the psychology behind these, but there's some psychology behind these that is pretty simple in, in a lot of these and some psychology in some of these that's fairly advanced in my, in I'm just basing this on my own personal experience and what I've seen. Um, but I don't want to go into that all right now, but by the way, psychology is a really fascinating thing. And if you get good, if you want to grow your career for real, um, get good at psychology. And it's not because you want to manipulate people. That's not it at all. It's simply because you want to understand how humans work so you can better empathize with people. That's it's completely inverse of what most people think. It's weird. Okay. The fourth reason that you might not have a job as a web developer is you don't have projects on your projects page. Your projects page needs to have projects that you've done and deployed. Okay. So I'm going to describe how you can do this right now with a couple of tips. A, find a couple of tutorials that are in the following format on Google. So you can Google this, how to build a blank web app in blank language. Google that and then insert the language in the blank. Um, so how to build a blog in Python, Django, how to build a blog in Ruby Rails, how to build a blog in Node.js. And then basically what you want to do is look at a couple of different tutorials and B, take those tutorials and sort of amalgamate them into one really awesome project that you can call your own. And this is the thing that people forget. They do A, where they do the tutorials, but then they don't do B, where they amalgamate those tutorials into their own kind of creation. And this is where it gets fun, guys. Like, be creative, but at the same time, you can, you know... So basically, what I would do is I'd do a tutorial on image uploads. I'd do a tutorial on... In the CMS, or sorry, in the um, framework and language that I've chosen, I'd do a tutorial on image uploads, on blog posting, on et cetera, et cetera, because blog posting is just the same as listing anything. It's just like product listing or sharing something. Like it's the same as listing anything. So these tutorials often give you insights on how to do, how to, how to sort of implement generic things by just simply changing the name of the thing that the tutorial teaches you. And you don't have to be an expert to see what I'm telling you. It might sound like you're, you're probably thinking, well, only an expert would see what you're telling me. That's not true because this is exactly what I did when I wasn't an expert. So I know for a fact that that's not true. Um, so create that amalgam, like that sort of amalgamation. I hope that word I'm using is correct. I've never used that word. That's strange. Um, go ahead and create that that amalgamation, that project that you can call your own, and then put it up on GitHub, take screenshots of it, put it up on your website. This is C, take the screenshots, put them up on your projects page, put a link to it, deploy it on Heroku, and then take, put it, put a link to it on GitHub and then put all that and you're done. Okay. Number five, the fifth reason you might not have a job as a web developer is you haven't sent out 40 applications. So this is a really interesting topic. I'm not going to go super deep on this, but the gist of this one is 
If you buy into the fact that life is a numbers game, then you implicitly buy into a bunch of things that a lot of people aren't taking action that shows me that they've realized that they implicitly bought into. So for example, if you implicitly buy into the fact that there's a lot of things in life that are a numbers game, then you know that applying for jobs is like that, probably. If you're, you know, and if you know that, then you know that you need to send like 40 applications or 50 or some huge number. You need to send more than the amount that most people send to have a statistically significant chance of getting a job. And you also implicitly know, therefore, that if you don't do that, you can't necessarily feel sad that you don't have a job yet because you, you've, so here's the re <laughs> this is funny right this is why we all like procrastinate with programming when we should be sending applications it's because we know that it's likely that we're not going to want to send the amount of things that are required to guarantee our success like 50 or 100 applications and this is why people don't even become a web developer f at first because they think it's going to require hundreds of tutorials and and anyway this is i'm on a huge rant here that's off topic but anyway so the point is if you haven't sent out 40 applications, then you can't necessarily be sad that you don't have a job yet because you haven't done the statistically significant actions that are required to to therefore have that job. Um, and this is huge. You know, one of my mentors that is an extremely awesome guy that you that is very worth looking up to. He says. In any depression, in any economy, if you're the type of person that's willing to walk into 10 businesses a day, you'll always have a job, always. You'll never be somebody that's poor, that is homeless that doesn't have a job, ever. If you have that sort of will to do that, then the results, and he calls this the lead domino. You know, if you do the lead domino, if you have the will to execute the lead domino action of sending 40 job applications of, you know, going into 10 businesses every day, then this is going to have a dramatic impact on the future of your life. Okay, a few action items to help you send those applications and make sure that they get read. A, make every application personal. Research the company. I know this sucks and this makes it even more difficult to send those 40 applications, but you need to send 40 personalized applications with 40 personalized cover letters. If you simply do this, you will get a job. Even as long as if, if it's a junior developer role, if you almost have no experience, but you have a website and you've done all of these tips that I've given you and you send 40 applications, I can guarantee you'll get a job. Even if you have no experience because a junior developer role, sometimes that's okay. And with 40 applications, you might find that company where that is okay because they totally know that they're going to be training you up from scratch anyway. As long as you're, you appear intelligent, that, that's all that matters. B. You should create what I call an ideal job application package. So what this is, is this is basically the email. So when you apply to these jobs, I like I would like you to send emails instead of apply through the form. And when you send the email, I, I call that email a job application package because it includes like a number of different things. Here's what I think it should include. One cover letter, one resume, one resume document, or sorry, one resume document, one LinkedIn public profile URL, one Twitter URL and or Instagram URL only if it's not personal, one website URL and two blog posts, work up to achieve this goal. So list all that out and work up to achieve that goal. Now, let me give you a tip on the resume document. 
that has caused me to never have to worry about resumes ever in my life, create an awesome LinkedIn, copy successful people on LinkedIn, look at what they're doing, copy it, then export to PDF from LinkedIn. You have therefore an awesome resume by default. Okay, the sixth reason that you are not a web developer is you have not gone to 10 job interviews. You have not gone to 10 job interviews. Now, this one is very similar than the last, so I don't need to re-explain all that. It's just a numbers game. You have to get good at these skills, okay? So I'm going to give you a couple tips on how to succeed in this area. A, focus in the interview on having an air of relaxed enjoyment. So this is a really interesting trick in interviews. So most people are stressed and a hiring manager psychologically weights people that are more relaxed as more, uh, they, it's, it's sort of a psychological cue that you know what you're doing. If you're relaxed, you're chill, you know what you're doing. If you're stressed, even if you do know what you're doing, um, it can be sort of a false identifier or false cue. And this is often a subconscious thing. This isn't really conscious, but it's super interesting and it can be a great hack. B, if it's a tech whiteboard interview, Try to start in the center of the whiteboard, just as a real practical tip. Don't start in the left top like it's a sheet of paper. Start in the center because you're often going to mess up in the whiteboard and you're going to write above and beyond and or above and below and to the left and to the right of where you started. So that's just a real practical tip. So those two tips might help you on how to get an interview. So the seventh reason you're currently not a web developer is you might be using programming as a crutch. And we did discuss this earlier. We discussed this in the one where we mentioned that you could be focusing on the wrong things, but this one is a little bit more specific. I, I feel like people specifically use programming as a crutch and I want to help you. And so I have some tips here that I think will do just that. A, anytime you feel that internal resistance to a task, switch over and listen to the audiobook or read the book, Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield or The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. That is my first tip. Just simply reading those two books could potentially change your life. And I think those two books have done that for a lot of people. So I just wanted to mention those for you. Now B, in this tip, we want to basically make sure that we cut ourselves off at the head if we're using programming as a crutch, right? So we want to avoid it before we start. So in tip B, what we want to do is ask ourselves, what is the absolute minimum that I might need to do in order to get a job? And we can consult experts. We can consult specialists. We can talk to people. You can email me and ask me um, and ask, hey, Dane, for this specific job title, what do you think is the minimum that would be required to get there? And if you're doing any more than that, then you immediately know that you're using programming as a crutch, right? Okay, moving on. Number eight, the eighth reason that you are not currently a web developer is you are not growing in other areas, or you might not be. This is a hugely important thing. People often forget that they need to grow in other areas in order to, to achieve a result that they want in a specific area. Oftentimes, if it's a very hyper-specific result that requires a lot of growth, it will also require a lot of growth in other areas of your life. So I have some practical tips that'll help you with this. A, Read books from other industries such as psychology, success, love, passion, self-help, mindset, belief, science, physics, psych literally anything else other than programming for at minimum seven minutes a day. And that's it. Just literally set a timer. Here's my practical tip. Set a timer, seven minutes a day. And if you can't afford these books, then you can actually just get the PDFs online. 
And then later when you can't afford them, the ones that you feel really were, were worth it to you, you could go back and pay for. And B, the second tip is to basically continue moving your body. A lot of the times as a programmer, you forget that you need to move your body and your body is really important. But the more uh, high level you get, the more people say that their body and mind are basically connected in every way. Meaning when they eat healthy, they perform better mentally as well. That seems to be the case the higher and higher you look at the food chain of people in the world. Um, So keep that in mind. That's very important. Okay. Now moving on. The ninth reason you might not have a job as a web developer is you aren't confident in your own abilities. How can you be a web developer if you aren't confident in your own abilities? Now, the problem is how can you get confidence? This is the hugest problem maybe how, for a lot of people. How can you get confidence if you've never done the thing in a job? How can you be confident enough to apply for a job to do that thing? Okay. Here's the trick. Do the thing that is required by the job on your own, just like it was a job and pretend it was a job. And then eventually you mind warp yourself into thinking you're currently at the job and then going to apply at a job is not a big deal. I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of exaggerating there just for fun, but you're not necessarily going to like mind wash or brainwash yourself. But what you will do is you'll get more familiar and you'll get more confident just by exercising your experience exercising your experience. Simply do the tutorials, do the 40 tutorials, send the 40 applications, go to 10 interviews. By doing this stuff, this is really what will put you ahead and make you feel confident. It's really a counterintuitive thing. In order to feel confident, you have to do things that confident people would do. And it's very counterintuitive, but I also wanted to give you a couple of tips here, practical tips, okay? A, do the 25 tutorials that I mentioned in the previous step or even if it's 25, you don't have to do all 40. I think I mentioned 40 here, but you don't have to do all 40 in my ABC course. I do, I mentioned, you know, 90 days of tutorials, but you don't have to do that either. Um, it's, it just depends on what you is, is best for your goals, but do a lot so that you feel confident. That's where you'll get a lot of confidence. B, watch a lot of keynote and conference videos in the language you will be getting a job in and or the language and framework. So this is a key. This is really helpful. These videos will make you feel extremely intelligent and really help you a lot. Okay, moving on. The 10th and final reason that you are not currently a web developer is dun, 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 dun. you don't believe you are worth being paid for this skill. This is really the biggest problem that I see. And I have some tips that I think will help with this, but A lot of people, especially freelancers, this is a huge problem with freelancers, is they feel as though they don't deserve being paid yet because they're like, well, I just started. Why should I be paid? I wouldn't pay for me, so therefore, why should I be paid? Here's the problem. Can you – so there's a number – I'm not going to get – let's not go into why that's a problem because there's – 20 problems there, okay, mentally, but with the, that mental operating system. But suffice it to say, that's not effective. <laughs> what we want to do is do something different. So basically what we want to do is we want to take actions that allow us to feel more worth, okay, take more actions that allow us to feel more worth. And, and it's specific to your goals, right? So if your goal is to get a job as a web developer or freelance client, then what I want you to do is basically take the lowest stakes, 
Let's start with a freelance client. Take the lowest stakes client that you could possibly imagine. Take your dad's business or your uncle's business or your friend, best friend's mom's business and give them a website makeover or find somebody in your family that has a business that doesn't currently have a website. This is the best way. And make sure it's within your family or extended family or really close friends family. And then basically uh, try to be helpful. Okay, so one problem with this mindset of I'm not worth it is you're specifically focusing on I'm not worth coding for them, but can you be helpful? So basically to get confidence and worth in the overall idea of being paid for something, you can hack it. You can do it in a different way. So you don't necessarily have to to code something for this person. You can just be helpful. So you can go to ThemeForce, find a theme for them and install it and be helpful. And it's a business theme and give it to them and charge them like a hundred bucks and that's it and just be helpful. And that will build a little confidence, a little worth, boom, and then do that again and do that again and do that again. And then eventually you won't mind emailing clients. You won't mind reaching out to clients. Like it's just all that you've slowly stepped up. Find the lowest stakes possible client that you can find. Now, as for job, it's a little bit different. You wanna make sure that you go to these job interviews a lot, but one way that you can increase your worth if you feel as though perhaps you don't wanna go to these interviews is to basically do test interviews. You could do test interviews with your friends in person. Another great way is to start with a remote interview over Skype. So even if you're looking for a job in your city, you could ask for a job in San Francisco and do a remote interview just to kind of get like, even the, like here, this is what I did. Like, even though I know that I'm going to turn this company down, I don't know shit about interviewing. I don't know anything about being interviewed. So I know that I need to be interviewed by like five companies that I don't want to work at at all, but like I can get a vibe for how they're doing it so that I can apply it to companies that I do want to work at. Okay. So this is a great trick. Great trick. It's not, don't do it at like Twitter or something where you might want to work there later um, because they'll have you on record. Like, well, you applied and you sucked. (laughs) So that is the first tip to basically start at the smallest, most low stakes possible way. Whenever you're faced with a problem and say, how can I execute this in a low stakes way? If it's a job interview, how can I do a job interview for a company? I don't want to work at, how can I, if it's a client, how can I get, how can I go through the process of getting a client that I don't want that I can just drop that help me learn more about the process. So the second thing B that will help you grow your worth is basically to surround yourself with mentors, read books and articles, watch Instagrams and YouTubes of successful people. It doesn't have to be people that are only doing what you're doing, just any successful people at a high level. Just watch their YouTube, watch their Instagram, watch, read their books, get around them and it'll rub off on you. That's probably the number one tip that I have and I saved that for the end. Very few people are going to do that. That's why I also saved it for the end. Uh, But man, that's the key. If you can just surround yourself with high-level people that are awesome, even if you can't do it in person, you can do it on the internet. You know, you can basically have their Instagrams and click through their stories and see a little bit about how they think, how they carry themselves, how they act. They can be your mentors without even mentoring you. I mean, that's the secret of the 21st century is you can have a mentor without having one. And that is kind of hidden from a lot of people because it's in plain sight that nobody knows. I mean, I don't know why (laughs) nobody notices stuff like that. But anyway, 
execute on these tips, guys. Execute on these tips. Get mentors that don't need to mentor you for you to be mentored by them. By observing, by watching, by being coached and led without necessarily asking them a question ever. There's enough people that are successful for you to amalgamate success right now without asking a single question. But Googling. So you can Google, but you don't have to reach out to ask a single human a single question to achieve any goal that you want. And that's an interesting time that we're in. But what's it worth if you don't take advantage of it? What is it worth to live in the time that we do if you don't take advantage of the things that exist now? So do that. Take advantage of it. Execute on these tips. And I'll see you next time. Bye.